0: All right, we are live. Before we go ahead and get started, um, if you like what we're doing here, consider supporting us by getting our book over at modernlove.life book. That's modernlove.life book. And of course, do me a favor, hit the thumbs up button, go ahead and subscribe if you're not already subscribed, and hit that bell icon next to the subscribe button so that you can get notifications when we do more videos like this. So today we're talking about how to have a good relationship and this is really going to be a really big picture kind of talk here and this is something that I haven't spoken about in a long time, really several years I think. Um, But when you look at the state of relationship or dating advice in the world these days, there's really two different philosophies. And and what I see in most of the advice that you would probably find out there is what I would call anxiety-based relationship advice. This is advice that tells you, hey, if you want to succeed at dating or if you want to succeed at relationships, you need to look really cool. You need to uh, make sure that you come out of every interaction looking like you have the upper hand, like... um, You need to make yourself look good and put the other person down or like the other person is some sort of opponent that you need to best in battle. You need to uh, beat them into submission somehow through your uh, bag of magical mind games. You need to do this so that you can have that person meet your needs for you to validate you to prove that you're good enough to prove that you're attractive enough to prove to your friends and family that you're uh, cool enough to get this awesome person to date you to marry you to be in a relationship with you so that you can get all of the you know praise and pats on the back from your family or all the high fives and whatever from your friends and uh that's, that's anxiety based advice. And a lot of what I see out there is based off of this. And if you really boil it down, Oh, we have someone from Saudi Arabia tuning in. That's really cool. I don't think, I'm not sure if we've ever had anyone from Saudi Arabia tuning in anyway, welcome. Um, but yeah, if you boil this anxiety based advice down, it's really a form of, I don't believe in myself i don't trust myself i don't believe that i as a person for for who i am am worthy of the love of others and so i need to compensate for this core unworthiness within me by layering all of these mind games on top of my behavior by putting on these acts and putting on these masks and putting on these Uh, Performances so that I can seem bigger than I am, greater than I am, more attractive than I am, more cool than I am, more whatever than I am. And it's really just trying to paper over a deep sense of insecurity. And I see this in a lot of advice and I see this in a lot of assumptions that people are making when they, you know, leave comments on videos or send in messages to us or ask questions in our um, student area, you know, if they're like new to the, to the course or something they haven't had the chance to really get indoctrinated to, to uh, my philosophy on life and relationships. Um, but this is not a good place to start from when it comes to relationships. Because if you want to have a good relationship, you need to have the core of the relationship be about something else, right? The purpose of a relationship is not about making you look cool. The purpose of a relationship is not about making you look good. The purpose of a relationship is not about getting somebody else to meet your needs for you. You know, we mentioned that in the other video on neediness. I will go ahead and link to that over here, I think, because it's going to flip it when I actually do the video. Um, the purpose of a relationship is not to get validation from other people. It's not to prove that you're good enough to get somebody to want to be with you. It's not to prove that you're attractive enough to get somebody to want to date you, to sleep with you, to marry you, to whatever. It's not about getting your family to congratulate you or pat you on the back. You know, sure, these things may happen, but I am going to recommend to you that these are not the reasons why you would want to be in a relationship. Um, And it's a very, 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 very bad idea if you are walking into dating or a relationship situation or at least dating with the intention of being in a relationship like it's different if you just want to date around for fun but if you're just walking into dating with the intention of being into a relationship or a relationship with the mindset of like if you're a man saying hey all women are the enemy and i need to somehow conquer them and i need to uh, outmaneuver them and i need to outsmart them in order to get them to sleep with me, in order to get them to give me their phone number, in order to get them to want to be with me. Or, you know, if it's the other way around, you know, I need to outmaneuver men in order to get them to want to commit to me, in order to get them to want to um, actually settle down with me, in order to get them to want to spend time with me. That's a very, very bad place to start a relationship from, is by seeing your partner fundamentally as an enemy. And I have seen certain corners of the Internet where people firmly believe that this is so, that the opposite sex is the enemy, that relationships are war, that dating is war. And I believe that if you see your partner as an enemy, then you are in the wrong relationship. If you see your husband or wife as the enemy, then you married the wrong person. If you see the person that you're dating as the enemy, then you're probably dating the wrong person. Again, with the assumption that you're doing this with the intention of getting into a relationship. Uh, You know, if you're just sleeping around or something, that's fine. Like you don't have to really worry about the long term ramifications, you know, assuming you take appropriate precautions and all that. And if you are looking for anxiety-based advice from me, then I'm the wrong person for you to follow for dating or relationship advice. If you are looking for me to give you mind games to play with other people, to make you seem bigger, greater, larger than you are, then I'm the wrong person for you to follow. Uh, There's no shortage of other people for you to follow, but, For one way or another, you found your way here, and you're watching this, and I'm grateful for that. Um, But if that's who you are, then you just won't sync up with what I'm going to try and teach you. It's going to be really hard for you to take, and you're probably going to (laughs) go kicking and screaming um, down the path with me, if you even go down the path at all. So that is anxiety-based advice. The opposite of that is love-based advice. It's where you actually come to a relationship and you're not trying to compensate for something. You're not trying to overcome some sort of perceived shortcoming. You're not trying to prove something to yourself, to others. You're not trying to best an opponent, your partner, in battle you are simply showing up and you're being vulnerable because again, there's no reason not to be vulnerable unless you're trying to make yourself seem bigger, greater, grander than you are because you see the other person as a threat and you have to impress that person or beat them into submission somehow with all of your achievements and status symbols and all of that. So you're, able to show up vulnerably you're able to share yourself because there's nothing to hide there's no reason to hide and the purpose of that relationship it's not to make yourself look cool it's not to make yourself look good it's not to get all the pats on the back from friends and family as you walk down the wedding aisle or whatever it is to come together with another person and to create something bigger than either of you can individually create on your own. That's really what the purpose of a love-based relationship is. And it's very easy to get lost from this, like, really simple concept. I mean, it, it, it's no shocker. It shouldn't be a shocker to anybody that, that relationships are about love. It really shouldn't be, but, but you know, I, I get these messages from people, these questions from people, these comments from people that say things like, hey, I'm, I've been talking to this person and they're pulling away, like what do I do to make sure that I don't look low status? I mean, that's fine if you don't wanna look low status, but I'm not a how right? <laughs> to look high status advice giver, right? If you wanna look high status, go find somebody who's gonna help you look high status and then take advice from them. But I want you to be in a relationship where you can be loved for who you are. And that may not always involve you doing things that are gonna make you look cool, that are gonna make you look high status, that are gonna make you uh, come out victorious in the battle of the sexes or anything like that. So it's important to know which game you're playing before you start. Are you trying to be in a relationship so that you can look cool, so that you can look good, so you can avoid looking bad, so that you can get somebody to meet your needs for you, so that you can get high fives from your friends, so that you can look great on Facebook while you're grousing about some date you had that didn't go right, but you you showed them because you gave them a piece of your mind or something like that, or, are you more interested in actually having a simple, easy, love-based relationship? And its it should be an easy decision to make, but again, we get so confused. We get so confused because we get muddied up. We get all these messages from different sources, the internet, TV, media, movies, friends, social media, all of that, that say, You know, relationships, you know, you got to seem like the alpha male in order to have a great relationship. You got to seem like the classiest woman in the in the club in order to have the the guy give you his attention or to get him to want to commit to you or something. And again, that's fine, but that's not the game of having a great relationship. That's the game of looking good. That's the game of curating your own ego so that your ego feels good about itself and doing that is not always going to be in alignment with having a great relationship. And so there are going to come these times where you have to decide, you know, you put in a situation and it's like, okay, what do I do? Do I act in this one way that's going to make me look cool? That's going to, help me save face that's going to help me not look needy and desperate or am i going to behave in this way that acts from a place of love a place of vulnerability a place of sharing a place of actually knowing what i want which is to have a love based relationship and what you believe and what you hold true is going to determine that choice that you make and Of course the choices you make are going to determine the kind of outcome that you get. Because here's the thing, here's the thing, you know, yeah, you can play the anxiety based relationship advice game and that's cool. But at the end of the day, the only people that are actually going to be willing to play that game with you are other people that are playing the anxiety based advice game. They're going to be the other people that see you, as an opponent that they have to best in battle, they're going to see you as the enemy that they have to put all these, you know, tests out to assault you with and to set all these booby traps and gotchas and all of that stuff and send you these vague cryptic text messages just to, just to see how you'll respond, right? Because all the people that want to have a love based relationship, they've all left because they can sense that you are bringing anxiety to the table, that you are dating them as a way of compensating for some insecurity of yours. There, they can see that you are trying to interact with them or have a relationship with them, not because of a love connection, but because it means something. It means, Hey, I'm finally an attractive guy that can get a date from a, a hot woman like you or, or something like that. And if you don't want, to date people that are going to play games with you, who are going to treat you as an enemy, who are going to use you as a means to get their needs met for them, then you have to stop playing that game. Because when you start playing the love-based game, you'll repel all the people that are playing the anxiety-based game. Either they just won't find you interesting because you're not willing to, you know, play hard to get with them or whatever, or you just won't find them attractive in general, and you just won't have any desire to pursue them or date them or respond to them or interact with them or be in a relationship with them. And instead you'll just focus on the people that are willing to play the love-based relationship game. And if you can step back From all of the confusion, all of the noise that's coming in, telling you this and that and do it this way, do it that way. And all men are like this and all women are like that. And if you can just step back and say, which game do I want to play? Then that's how you set yourself up to have a great relationship. And if that's something you'd like to learn more about, head on over to our website, modernlove.life book. You can get our book called Be Loved for Who You Are for $7 US. And you'll also get a bonus book called The Self-Esteem Solution, both of which will help you to make this shift from anxiety-based relationship and dating strategies towards love-based dating and relationship strategies. Okay. With that being said, let's see what folks are talking about today. Uh, we have our friend from Saudi Arabia saying hello. Um, my ex and rebound split up for good. She called me and talked about wanting to get back together, and then she said that she didn't like how I was, how long I hung out with someone she hates. Well, um, I, I'm, if you were hanging out with a friend that she hates, like it was just like a friend thing, then, then you have to talk to her and say, okay, well, I did hang out with that person. That's a fact. I can't change that. It's happened in the past. Um, And then you have to make a choice, right? If you got rid of this, I'm guessing friend, from your life, is that in order to get this relationship, is that a trade that you're willing to make? And if not, then don't do it. But if it is a trade you're willing to make, then okay, right? But you have to make that decision. It's not an easy decision assuming that that's a person that you actually like but it's a decision that you're gonna to have to make um, and it's okay to to not choose the relationship it's okay to not choose the friendship it's okay to choose neither it's okay to choose to, to try to do both it's okay to say well what is it you don't like about this person and then you can have a dialogue and say well what if we enforce some boundaries in that friendship what if we did it? and you can you can you can try and talk things out so that's what I'd recommend there Um, let's see what else is going on in the comments section Uh, got someone from the UK Um, let's see over months and just started no contact through your relationship spoke every day after four months she now wants to meet someone she said so no contact is the best thing to do okay not really following exactly the situation Um, but that does lead us to a issue that I have with a lot of, um, advice, especially in the breakup sort of sub world of relationships and dating. And that is that whenever something negative or undesirable happens, there's this like almost no thinking response of, hey, I just need to do no contact. And that's a dangerous game to play because you're not being present in the process. You know, oh, some, my, my, you know, they, they said this, I'm just going to do no contact. I mean, that's fine. You know, if, if, if no contact makes sense, that's okay. But actually think it out. If I were to do no contact, what kind of Impact would that have on this other person emotionally? Would it show them that when the going gets tough, I walk away? Because if so, then that's not a great relationship indicator for somebody, right? Like, only somebody who plays the anxiety based game is going to want to stick around for that. Somebody who plays the love based game may not want to do that. Now, now you know, granted, there are times to do no contact like if interacting with your ex is causing more damage than good, then then sure. It makes sense to, to cut off that contact, take a step back and say, okay, something wasn't working, what was it? How can I change the way that I'm bringing myself to these interactions such that they actually start to feel good? And that's, that's a valid reason to do no contact. Um, but you wanna think about this. You want to actually make a conscious decision about whether or not no contact makes sense rather than just, you know, oh, something bad happened, let's do no contact. That was a terrible snap. That's the that's the downside to these live videos when I mess it up. I can't edit it. Um, okay, yeah. Let's see. Uh, what else are people talking about? Um, how long were they together before the split up? Okay, I think somebody's just talking to the other person that left a comment. Um, Clay, how would you cope with a toxic ex who betrayed you with a friend? I live in the same college flat as them and 10 other people, thanks. Okay, so number one, um, if they're toxic, I would hope that you love and value yourself enough to not try to have a relationship with a toxic person, with somebody that you believe is a toxic person, right? Because that is not going to help you have a great, high quality relationship. If you put a toxic person into a mix, you're not going to get a healthy end product. So I hope that you recognize that, and that I hope that you would love and value yourself enough to not want to create a relationship with a toxic person or somebody that you believe to be a toxic person. if your ex had a uh, relationship or slept with or whatever with, with a friend, then that friend is probably also not a real friend of yours. They are somebody who um, is going to pursue an opportunity when it's present uh, with little regard for the collateral damage. Um, that would be somebody who's probably following the anxiety-based approach that we talked about. And so I would recommend that you distance yourself from probably both of these people if you loved yourself. Um, And I know that you do live together with them and I guess 10 people, it's a really crowded place. Um, But if possible, I would look into finding other accommodations. And you can probably do this. I don't know the specifics of your living situation, but typically around college campuses, there are lots of housing options. Um, You know, when I was in college, I lived in apartments by myself, I lived in dorms, I lived in houses and things like that that I shared with other people, and I paid as little as $200 a month in rent. Um, You can do this, but it's best to extract yourself from a toxic situation and it's best to remove yourself from toxic people because these people are not adding anything valuable to your life. And I mean, you know, they say you're the average of the five people that you spend the most time with. And if you're surrounding yourself with people that you believe to be toxic, then I mean, what's that gonna do to you, right? So definitely try to remove yourself as much as you can from that. Um, Okay guys, I'm gonna cut this video pretty much here because again, people do complain when these videos are on the long side. So I don't want this to get too long, but thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for listening to this message. This is an important topic that I haven't really directly addressed in a while. Um, And if you want to learn more about how to actually have a love-based relationship please head over to modernlove.life book.